can Fight for what's right Fight for your life And what you gonna do When Hulkamania in the largest heart in the world Run wild on you Hey everybody, and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize, fantasize, watch and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm part of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and as always, I'm joined here with Jimmy Price. And we are back for our second season now. Yes, finally. And, yeah. We're, we're here. Aptly titled, Hulkamania is dead. Ooh. Brother, brother. Yeah, brother, brother. If you heard the intro there, brother, it, it was the Machu Man City. <laughs> With the T at the end. <laughs> Dead. But uh, yeah, this is our uh, fantasize part of our uh, romanticizing podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're going in a different direction this season. We've been talking about it for, for a little while, pretty much since we wrapped up our first season. Th- so... Thank you guys for sticking around with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed the bonus episodes we've been dropping in the meantime. Um, but yeah, we've just been sort of like sort of planning this out and uh, we're finally ready to roll with it. And I'm excited. Yeah, it was a lot of um, a lot of uh, things. It was uh, almost like a uh, Pepe Sylvia, like, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, trying to figure it out, like string board everywhere theory, trying exactly. to just uh, go through the first steps of what we're going to do to uh to tell this story of Hulkamania is dead. Um, and we, we, we kind of gave you a background of like, what was, what was our idea for this? Uh, Jimmy, if you want to bring him into that, it was the, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so the idea being that, uh, we, we look back to, uh, January of 1984, uh, Hulk Hogan is about to, uh, and, in our timeline, not in our timeline, but in reality, in January 1984, he's about to win the belt from the Iron Sheik, and that is the official, quote-unquote, birth of Hulkamania. Um, from there, he runs with the belt for a year. Next year, you have WrestleMania, and they're they're off and running from there. Uh, however, this was at a time when Vince had, uh, just in the past couple of years, uh, bought out uh, his, his father. Um, so he was looking to expand nationally. Uh, so Iron Sheik had received an offer to go into business for himself, break Hogan's leg and take the belt to the AWA. Uh, and so what we're going to look at is let's, let's say that happens and let's say that Hogan is fed up with this crazy business of professional wrestling. Uh, and he's, you know, he's already done Rocky three brother. Dude, no, dude, no, <laughs> I've had enough. Yeah. Uh, no love HH. Uh, and uh and uh so let's say he's done with this this ridiculous pro wrestling world he's going to do movies and so this central figure that that Vince McMahon uh junior has built his his entire vision around is gone and the biggest figure in professional wrestling history arguably is is out of the picture and how would that affect the uh the eight, the mid to late eighties and, and onward. And, and so we're going to look at that domino effect and kind yeah. of examine it and book, 
book some of our own uh, yeah. the wrestling theories. business as a whole and more or less we're going to focus on WWF we'll give you little tidbits of what we think what could happen with the yeah. other promotions or things like that but we're going to focus on what WWF would do if Hulk Hogan was not in the picture now let's take everybody back a little bit because Hulkamania was kind of born before Hulkamania I mean it's... we know this certainly Vince will take an old idea and rehash it and that's what the WWF is known for. Yeah, taking absolutely. a star from another place and repackage him or putting that little oomph, the machine behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk Hogan was Ichiban. That's right. Like the first like popular gaijin in New Japan and J- Japanese wrestling. Usually gaijins would come over and get beat by Ricky Choshu or Antonio Noki, but uh, Hulk Hogan was different. He's a big dude. Six six, you know, three hundred pounds, uh, pure muscle. Uh, had a full head of hair at the time, yeah. blonde hair. <laughs> um, but he would go on to win the IWGP tournament, uh, one of the first ones, mm-hmm. and um, be Ichiban Hulk Hogan number one yes. over there. Uh, yeah, top star. And then Vern Gagne saw that while he was working there in the AWA, mm-hmm. and Vern Gagne wanted some of that money. Yeah, so he threatened Hogan. And that's what made Hogan leave and go to the WWF. Yeah. He would get the machine behind him. Yeah. And of course, prior to that, uh, Hogan was, was already working for, for WWF, uh, uh, infamously Vince McMahon senior was, was not a fan of him, uh, doing the Rocky movie, uh, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And, uh, so he, after that, that sort of disagreement, that's what led him to the AWA in the first part. So he's, you know, he's had a tumultuous career. Um, to this point, I mean, starting from his his very first training session with Hiro Matsuda, where Hiro uh, wants to sort of test his commitment and breaks his leg. First training session. Yeah. Welcome to the business. Wow. And and, uh, you know, he somehow brothered up and, and, and went back to Hiro a few months later, all healed up and ready to go. But I mean, just, you know, the from the very outset of his career, it's been, you know, a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of drama because all these and, and all the promoters sort of recognize him for the huge star he is. And they're sort of angling to, you know, get that that exclusivity and, and, and booking him. So he's had like a lot of, you know, tumultuous career up to this yeah. point. Did you ever feel maybe his whole career was that way? Because it kind of feels like that, like it was always like he was trying to protect that spot and keep himself as number one, even though he wasn't, you know, like he had the components, Mm -hmm. but in the ring, it wasn't like a top notch wrestler. Like we like Ricky steamboat or macho man in the way of putting together a match with another opponent. Uh, he kind of had, uh, one dimensional matches, um, Mm -hmm. in a way to where it was always beaten down, beaten down. And then he'll Hulk back up and then get you with the big boot and the leg drop brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, always the same formula for the match. And I think fans eventually started to get tired of that for sure. But I mean, to your point, um, you know, I'd say there was like maybe two to three golden years from maybe like WrestleMania one to WrestleMania three, where he was just, you know, unparalleled on top, you know, no question. But then after that, like, you know, then you have like Macho Man. And I mean, maybe Macho Man was never really quite the threat to the spot that, you know, he should have been. Correct. Um, but then you have, you know, then he's sort of angling with Warrior. And then you have the steroid scandal. Right. And then he leaves WWF. Right. And then he's, you know, the whole WCW run is, right. is, is its own, it's, it's, it's its own beast. And all the while, uh, Hulk Hogan is taking these breaks in wrestling to do what 
movies. Movies, yeah. Right. So, I mean, this goes with our our little uh, fantasizing about, like, yeah. right into the direction. Like, maybe he just says no to the wrestling yeah. and just does the movies. Granted, he's not that great in the movies, but... Yeah, I need to go back and check out some uh, movie the podcast and look at their archive. I want to see like which Hogan movies they've done. I know they did No Holds Bar. Have they done Mr. Nanny? I don't know. If they do Mr. Nanny, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like try to brother my way into that because I love that fucking movie. It's a good movie. So much. Maybe they could do like a Harvest of Hogan this <laughs> this fall. Oh, that'd um, be awesome. Yeah, we can do Thunder in Paradise. Yes, yes. Uh, I loved that show. Yeah. Such a terrible show. <laughs> God, I was a dumb kid. I was a mark. Yeah. And like him showing up in WCW, I was like, wait, what? Does WWF own WCW? Because I was like, I know. you know, I'm like, you're blind to it. You think WWF is all wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way. I was the same way. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get back on track. Let's um, we, we got Hulk Hogan, who is hired by the WWF. Mm hmm. And then their current champion at the time is the Iron Sheik, who had recently won it off of Bob Backlund. Yeah, long yeah. reigning champion. Yeah, very long reign, sort of bridging the gap from that uh, from that last um, you know huge San Martino reign. Um, and I, I forget who the transitional champion was. Was that Koloff in between? Maybe uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Backlund held carried the torch for years, um, and he was you know on his on his way out. So. Dropping the belt to to Sheiky Baby, who had it for just about a month, you know. Um, the Iron Sheik, quite a, quite the character as as Champwon. Yeah, you know, make me Champwon, uh, <laughs> uh, Mister Vince McMahon Senior, Kennedy McMahon, Kennedy McMahon. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the Sheik because this let's do it. This guy is a legit badass. Yeah, um, you know, uh, born in uh, Tehran. Uh, he was a uh, Greco-Roman Olympic wrestler uh, for the Iranian national team in 1968 in Mexico City. Um, eventually makes his way over to uh, the United States. He's a trainer for the U- for the United States wrestling team in 1972 in Munich. Um, so just and just you know, you know, huge, just like a guy that like, you don't want to fuck with. Like, yeah, yeah. a legit badass. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, so once he's over in the, in the United States, he hooks up with Vern Gagne who, who trains him. Um, you know, he's in, he's in one of those like infamously brutal Vern Gagne camps that we've seen, you know, detailed in like more, most recently in that excellent, uh, Ric Flair 30 for 30, they kind of yes. go into detail of like how like brutal those, those training camps were. So, I mean, he, this is a guy who was brought up in the business the hard way um, and does things that way. Um, But yeah, in 1980, late 1983, he's, you know, the top guy is holding the belt. Um, And so he's gonna, you know, he's got, but he's got these ties to Vern. He's got these ties to Minnesota because that's where he got his, his start in the business. AWA was the big, uh, the big premier, uh, federation before WWF. I mean, they were like, they were number one for a very long time. I guess sixties yeah. through the eighties were, were their really peak time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at the, like the territory they cover, they have, you know, you know, obviously based in Minnesota, but the entire like Northwest and, and, you know, reaching over, you know, further than that. Um, and some of the top talent, you know, you look at the guys who got, got their start there, you know, flares on that list. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. So everybody. Yeah. You, I, we can go down a list. Um, yeah. I can even throw in a snippet of a list of names. But yeah. yeah, it's it's literally anybody who is anybody in wrestling started at AWA at that time. Yes. 
Yeah. But in the early 80s, um, with Chic on the rise in New York, I mean, Vern is kind of like seeing the right the writing written on the wall, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. in terms of what Vince is doing. Because Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy, Kennedy McMahon, uh, in 1982, he buys out his father's stock. Um, and he is slowly but surely buying, you know, you know, expanding into the cable television market and, yep. and making that, you know, his main aim is this national expansion. And Vern Gagne in Minnesota and uh, Crockett, they can kind of see what's going on here. So they're they're starting to get uneasy. They're starting to feel a little desperate. Um, so out of that desperation and Vern Gagne being already at this point sort of like a you know crazy old man um he uh makes an offer yeah makes an offer to chic yeah let's um let's play this little clip here um from the chic Bankrupt all over it. 
and that's because uh, <coughs> when it comes from all territory for me to I can break his leg, take the gun to Minnesota, and I take him before my before I go in the ring, I talk to them and tell him what happened. And they must have said thank you, thank you, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> and then the, uh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank right, you. Thank right, right. And, and then Kennedy McMahon hugged me and he told me, You're a good man and you have a job here as long as I leave. Which was actually only what, a few months after that. Right? Exactly. Got... Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, a few things to take away from there. Um, legit, uh, that was 100% true. Vern Gagne, Crockett, and Watts yeah. wanted that done. That's interesting. Um, another thing is he's wearing the WWF Hall of Fame ring yeah. during this. So, it's, it's right after he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's still shooting and telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 cheeky, baby. Cool. Um, but yeah, and you know, like I keep, I always go back to that, like that hundred thousand dollars. I mean, like it's obviously this is now like nineteen eighty three. It's a huge amount of money, but you think like I, I wonder if they would have upped that offer if that would have changed things a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, but it is, you know, nonetheless, it is it is a lot of money for yeah. sh- for sure. Um, you know, guys weren't making that kind of money back then. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's just a crazy, you know, it's a crazy, you know, what if um, in the history of wrestling. Yep. So, w- what if this happened? Yeah. Let's uh, let's kind of go into this little um, video of Hulk Hogan, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll go from there. Yes. Vincent Kennedy's vision was a complete 180 from his father's company. Vince wanted mainstream attention, and he needed a star who embodied the essence. His choice was a man from Florida who was billed from Venice Beach, California. Weighing 320 pounds, Hulk Hogan! Hogan had been a star in other promotions, namely the AWA based in Minneapolis. But after gaining mainstream popularity from his role in the movie Rocky III, Hogan made his way to WWE, and McMahon knew he had struck gold. The date was the 23rd of January, 1984, and it was Hulk Hogan going up against the Iron Sheik. And the joint was crazy, and I had a feeling the fans knew something big was about to erupt. And something big was about to erupt. Yes. So... Let's change that timeline. Let's get into it. What happens in this match? January 23rd, 1984, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so I'm going to say we're, you know, the match starts out. We're maybe, you know, like four minutes into the match. Okay. So, you know, would, you know enough, enough time has passed. Like Hogan is, you know, he's comfortable. He's, he's patent by numbers like he usually does. Um, and, Good back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And... What I what I've been going back and forth on, and I'm interested to get your thoughts, is you know what type of what type of maneuver, what type of uh, you know submission hold uh, do you think Sheik would be able to get him in and like start it out working, and then just flip the switch and and in the match there is a point where Sheik does have control. 
mm-hmm. and he gets Hogan into a Boston Crab, yeah. which is quickly reversed or um, grab the ropes. Yeah. I think that would be the perfect opportunity for him. Yeah. Twerk back on the legs. Yeah. Twist him in a way. Yeah. And then um, just, yeah, because I mean, really, if he, you know, one good, one good twist. Um, and he's already had a broken leg, so it's, it's weak. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously he'd be going after that same leg uh, for sure. Um, and in, in the strength, uh, the strength of a guy like Sheik, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take much. It wouldn't take much. Exactly. So that's it. Hogan's leg is broken. Yeah. And the match ends like the bell is sounded, and we it seems like Hogan submitted. Yeah, it's it's chaos. You know, the fans don't know what to think. There's you know there are, there's trash being thrown in the ring. There's trash. Uh, you know, you get the uh, you get the suits coming out. You know, uh, I wouldn't you know wouldn't be surprised to see Vince himself out there. Um, it's just chaos. It's yeah. like you know, picture you know, like we we talked about obviously in great detail the Montreal screw job. You know, picture that, but you know, on a whole different level because somebody there's been. An assault, yeah, an assault in the ring in front of a sold-out crowd at Madison Square Garden. Exactly, and um, basically, Sheik leaves in a hurry. The belt is left in the ring, mm-hmm. so he's not going to take that belt with him. Yeah, um, he, he he he's thinking to himself, he's going to go to AWA or Crockett and be the prized champ one for them. Yeah, be the number one champ one. Champ one baby yeah. um and you know and and it, and you could you know you know theorize this however you want i i think that like if if, if he would have taken them up on this offer and they would have moved forward there would have been some sort of methodologies there would have been somebody there like to help him you know get out of the building and and fast mm-hmm. um you know get to a car get to the airport and yep. you know be in minnesota in a few hours exactly um but yeah, so the so the show ends and and you know they probably make some sort of you know Fink Fink will probably make some sort of uh, you know ladies and gentlemen the match has ended via disqualification. <laughs> we would like to thank you once again for joining us. Yeah, something to that extent. Um, it would be chaos. Um, it would be a lot of questions that need to be answered on the yep. next round of television tapings exactly exactly <clears throat> because you put yourself in vince's shoes like like we saw on the video there his whole vision of national expansion is built around this guy and this is like you know he's been in the company for a few for a few months now and like this is the official like sort of like you know launching of of that you know of hulkamania yeah. so all of your plans that you've built and all of your ideas you know, are centered around this guy. This guy is at least, at, you know, at this moment we, you know, he's probably, you know, hoping that he'll be back down the line, but you know, at least for, you know, another six months, um, those are up in the air. And in, in, in our timeline, Vince finds out in short order, probably the following week, Hogan, yeah. Hogan sits down with him and you we know, actually have, um, like audio clip of that. We for do. Some, yeah. Let's go to it. How are you hey. doing? How are you doing, pal? Brother, brother, dude, I'm I'm not good, dude. Leg is broken, totally, dude. You know, not not notwithstanding the leg there, pal. But you know, let's just you know heal up. You know, we'll we'll just we'll just roll on with it, pal. Pal, you Bro- brother, pal. You get my blood boiling, cause when I used to when I used to wrestle, we played out the spots. 
That was not a spot playing in the ring, bro. Yep. Now, goddamn pal, look, look, look. Shiki is going to be, we're going to deal with him. He'll yeah. never work here again. You know that. Uh, no, I'll tell you what, brother. I'm not working here again. I'm over. I'm done. Hawkmania is dead. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yep. Interesting. That was a hard get. That was, that was like, I had to, I had to, you know, we had to call in some favors and, uh, it's hard to get, you know, leaked audio like that, even in this day and age. But, uh, yeah, more leaked audio from Hogan. Wow. So, uh, so now Vince is really fucked. What's he going to do, brother? Yeah. What, what would he do? What would he do? What would we do? What would we do? So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go on our path here of what we would do. Yes. Jimmy? Uh, so this is a, this is a you know, great level of uncertainty, you know, in the title picture and, and the dominoes falling all the way down the card. Uh, traditionally, like when, when promoters have found themselves in this spot, it's been a good opportunity for a tournament. And we both love tournaments. I think most wrestling fans love a good tournament. Love a good tournament, especially when it's up in the air with the with the belt. Vince um, McMahon doesn't like the name tournament. He yeah. likes the name uh now it's called uh Eliminators. Yeah. <laughs> well tournament's old, brother. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? You know, okay, what, so yeah. yeah. So what what we what we're gonna do, what what Vince would do in our in our uh, timeline, we're gonna have a sixteen man tournament with the uh, you know you know, we we took a lot we took a Kobe and I took a deep look at the roster uh, early nineteen eighty four in terms of like who was working the most house shows. There's a lot of good resources out there. Cagematch.net has their all time roster where you can just select a year and you can see like each wrestler uh, sorted by number of appearances and you can see like, you know, who was, who was getting the most dates and who was, you know, a big deal back then. Yeah. Great um, resources there. Absolutely. Um, so we, uh, you know, we picked 16 guys. We had two pads, <laughs> two, two pads. You, you can do dusty better than me. What? what is it? Like two pads and two pins, two pads and two pins. And, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't I, know the I, rest of it. I don't know. I, I think I'm lost I, on that one. I, I thought that was a dusty line. I, oh, I man. Maybe yeah. I'm not that, uh, Good on my dusty. I don't know. I don't know. I think I just fucked See, up. It, it, it's one man can win. 50-50 chance. <laughs> anyway, so we we picked sixteen guys, and we're gonna we're gonna book us a tournament, and we're gonna crown a new champion. Whew. And so a new WWF champion, new champion uh, in New York. Yep. And um, so we're gonna you know, we're gonna reveal our our sixteen sixteen names. We we. Uh, we picked, and then we're going to put them in a bracket, and we're not. We're going to reveal the bracket on our Facebook page. Yep. So you can go to our Facebook page, Retromania with a W, and uh, yeah, you, there'll be a nice, cool little bracket there with pictures of the superstars and who's going to be going up against who. This is not going to be a seeded tournament because no. uh, they weren't seeded at the time, um, and Vince McMahon doesn't know anything about other sports at the time. No, he's like oblivious to any other sport that's ever existed. Yeah, just in my eyes, bodybuilding and pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> vascularity. Don't get me started. Uh, mm. Um, so do we, uh, so are we going to reveal, uh, the, the names and then put the bracket or do we just want to not, not even name names? Let's, let's reveal the names and then we'll do the bracket. All let's right, just, cool. So we can give people a little hype of who's in here. Yes. All right. So first off, and this is no particular order, 
Ivan Koloff. Okay, former champion. Former WWF champion. Nice. Uh, we have Adrian, adorable Adrian Adonis. Hot heel at the time. Very much so, very mm-hmm. much so. Uh, the magnificent one, Don Morocco. Ooh, yes. another good one. Uh, Cowboy Bob Orton. A hot heel at the time as well. Um, we have Andre the Giant, of course. Oh, Rusev. Yes, who is you know obviously you know without a doubt the biggest star that that Vince has at this time, but at the same time as you know his career is is winding down, so it's interesting to see what his type, what uh, type of run he will I'm, have. I'm gonna be in the tournament. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's right. Big I'm gonna win the tag team champion. <laughs> no, not the tag team champions, Andre. The fucking it's for the WWF title. God <laughs> damn. Uh, David San Martino. Holy shit. Yeah, because he's wrestling at this time. That's right. That's right. Bruno, uh, not not in the bracket. David is. But he's going to have Bruno in his corner. Yep. Uh, Bruno's still around at this time. He's yeah. uh, going through a late feud with Roddy Roddy Piper. They had a, a little tiff and uh, some steel cage matches That's and right. a couple other things. Um, something we, we covered on our episode of Bruno San Martino, his legacy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, check that out. Um, funny that you should mention the hot rod. He's going to be in the tournament. What? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> just, just debuted in the company like hot. weeks before. Yeah. And he's hot off of the, um, the, uh, the, that Starcade match. Yes. And that feud with, uh, Greg, the hammer Valentine, Greg, Greg, the hammer himself, yep. uh, superstar, Billy Graham. Ooh, another blast. original death. That's right. Uh, Pedro Morales, another Whoa. another former champion, big time there. Yeah, try to work in as as many former champions, uh, you know, as as would be able, you know, make this significant. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Even those transitional champions, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor D, David Schultz. Okay, who I think is a guy who doesn't get enough credit. Um, you know, we'll get into some of the things in his career as we follow our timeline that led to his Doctor D demise yeah uh but uh he was you know some of the some of the early like promos of him being just like kind of like a almost like a stone cold steve austin but like a heel stone cold piece of shit mm-hmm. just like badass redneck mm-hmm. um interesting guy yeah um, very interesting got the junkyard dog oh jyd recently on the scene himself yeah big hot baby face coming in absolutely uh the Paul Orndorff, Ooh. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, he is a hot, hot commodity at the time. Absolutely. We got SD Jones. <laughs> Special delivery. Uh, smart money's on SD Jones, guys. I'm okay. sorry. Like, okay. uh, he's, he's going all the way. Jimmy, if you're taking that pick, I, God bless you. Just stay tuned. Stay okay. tuned. Uh, who, who else we got? We got three more spots. We got three more spots. We got Tito Santana. Ooh, the jalapeno. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've got Rocky Johnson. Oh, shit. Hey, wait. Rocky Johnson is in a tournament for the title? It's kind of weird because The Rock, his son, was in a tournament for the title in 1998. That's right. For his Mm. first ever title. Whatever happened with that? We'll see. Okay. We got, and then finally, last but not least, the murderer, Superfly, (laughs) Jimmy Snuka. Uh, Allegedly, I'm sorry. Alleged? No, no, he he totally did it. He totally did it. Um, 
this is probably a cop out, but in our timeline, Jimmy Snuka did not murder his girlfriend. Yeah. It just didn't happen. No. He, yeah, he like, yeah. No substance abuse problems whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up uh, guy. Yeah. No no concerns there. Uh but yeah, Jimmy Snuka in in all reality, you know, it would have you know would have been in this tournament. He's yeah. you know, one of the biggest stars that they and have. And in all reality, he would have been in the main event or in some way more involved in WrestleMania. Instead he was a corner man because of this real life issue that he had. Yeah. Um yeah. and he was pushed down the card and kind of protected in a way where uh, Let's just he, keep it quiet. Yeah. 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 So that's it, man. You can go to Facebook uh, Retromania and look at that bracket that I'm going to pull up, uh, and it'll have the, you know, the bracketology of of everybody placed. Yeah. Uh, who's going to go against who? We just yeah. scaled down the names, sixteen of them. That's right. Some former champions, some uh, losers, some new intros. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean losers? We're not talking about SD Jones. No. Okay. Good. Did I- did I say SD Jones? No, no, I mean okay. I don't know why I thought I don't know why you said loser and I thought SD. <laughs> Sorry. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Special delivery Jones is gonna he's got one more delivery to make, brother, and he's gonna deliver that world title to all the all the delivery maniacs. <laughs> That's where we're going, baby. Delivery maniacs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It'll be on. The, it'll be on the Facebook page uh, shortly after this. Ep- it'll, it'll be up same yeah. time as this. this yeah, exactly. is, yeah, when this episode drops. So let us know what you think. We this we want we wanted more uh, interaction with you guys and thoughts because this is like, you know, we you know, this is like kind of like like lost. Like we have a like the TV show Lost. You know, like we got a general idea where we're going, but probably like you know. Once we get halfway through, we're just going to be flinging shit against the wall. Yeah. Cut type of thing. Kind of like WWF now. Yeah. Or WWE now. Exactly. Like we're just going to go in a direction that we think is kind of there, but if something hurdles up, we're still going to push Roman. I mean, we're still going <laughs> to we're gonna figure out what happens. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, thoughts on the tournament, predictions, and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, this. this should be fun. This yeah. is a, like a, an interactive um, a podcast. Yeah. This is a, the next step yeah. in our podcasting. Um, yeah. And actually, handshake to you, because this is a, an, a whole year that we've done podcasting I know. together. I know. This is awesome. 25 plus podcasts. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That that's yeah. It doesn't, Told you it would be a bi-weekly thing, but if you throw it in the year, there it's it's yeah two it, a month. It's worked out that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you to all the listeners, and 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 thank you, Kobe, because I mean, I, I I show up and I talk, but Kobe does all the behind the scenes stuff, all the editing, um, and it's it's been it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, been good. It's and I'm, definitely I'm, been a pleasure working with you. And yeah. uh, I guess this is it. We quit now. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. We're done. Okay. Yeah. So Good. no, I'm excited. This is your brainchild this time, and uh, this is something that uh, you brought up, and I was like, "Wow, that is so different." Um, you know, this is something that's that's like I don't think has been done before. Yeah, that's that. I'm, I'm excited about about that that idea that we can you know put something out to to the fans and the listeners so that you know they can't really find anywhere else. Um, so yeah, and it took some time, you know, sort of like morphing it and, and and thinking you know kind of brainstorming like you know what form it's going to take but right i think we're there i think we are there too and we will um be taking basically steps in the right direction to get there our, our next episode is going to be the tournament and the rundown 
And then we'll go on from there to WrestleMania 1, the war to settle the score. We'll try to continue it on and package it into a year, basically crunched down. Yeah. If that yeah. makes more sense. Um, so it'll be a lot of um, head head work for us. And uh, that's why we need the fans to kind of help out and the listeners to um, kind of give us some input so we can kind of take the role from there yeah yeah absolutely and we yeah we can follow the dominoes as, as far as, as we uh want to take them so uh yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good i'm excited yes i am so excited um so follow us on facebook uh subscribe like and share this podcast if you do dig it uh we have our singular feed on itunes and then you can find us anywhere else we're always on mohole radio they have a great list of podcasts there. There's Movie the Podcast, The Inept Supervillains, as well as Scrolling the Feed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's us, Retromania. So we'll be here. Uh, we're going to still bring some bonus episodes in between. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to continue down this road of Hulkamania is dead. Brother. Brother. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>